Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Manny Navarro. Manny, what did Manny Navarro have in his bracket? Did you fill one out? My bracket. You... Yeah, I, I got uh, UCLA Duke in my final. I actually got two Pac-10 teams in the, in the uh, final four. Okay, yes. So, uh, so, so do I. I have UCLA and Arizona in my yep, final four. We're in the same boat, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Well, you're joining us right now in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. They are truly steps beyond convenient. So, Manny, uh, uh, lots of Heat players throwing love on other Heat players, right? Like, everybody's – Yeah. This is the happiest team I've ever seen. <laughs> it really has turned into that, man. I mean, uh, Hassan Whiteside, I'm asking, you know, Hassan, tell me about uh, this 20-game run you've been on with this plus-minus, how great you've been playing. And Hassan's like, James Johnson's the best of – defensive player in the league like he's number one in iso defense you know he's talking about goron goron's mvp like he, he does not want to talk about himself and who would have ever imagined that hassan whiteside would not want to talk about himself um but that's what it's gotten to uh, at this point with this team everybody's just throwing low around uh, for everybody else and when you go 22 and 5 i guess you're lucky well well yeah i mean i i it occurred to me manny that he might have read barry jackson's article right because didn't barry yeah. Didn't Barry just write about how about James Johnson's defense one one? Yeah, actually, it was uh, Hassan who told us that yesterday in practice, and then Barry wrote about it afterwards. Ah. Uh, the Heat, the Heat actually confirmed it for me today. I said, "Where are these numbers?" Because I'm looking everywhere on uh, stats.nba.com, the great website which you showed me last year, and uh, I've now become a, a Jedi Master, and I couldn't find it. And so finally, the Heat showed me exactly where it was. And indeed, James Johnson is the number one ISO defender in the NBA right now. So, Manny, you know, Hassan is, is all jokey-jokey about that, but what if James Johnson gets Defensive Player of the Year and Hassan finishes, like, second, third? <laughs> what, what are you, is is yeah. Hassan still going to be happy about that? Yeah, I don't know about that. I think right now for Hassan, you know, his whole thing is, I think he's really trying to prove to Pat and, and to Spo and everybody else that he, he is all about winning and, and not about himself and not about his numbers. And, you know, I talked with UD yesterday for a while, a little bit by myself, about, you know, who this Hassan Whiteside is. Because obviously for so long, you, you know, Ethan, from, from covering the team, you know, Hassan is the kind of guy who, you know, he'd get an assist in a game and he'd be making sure the scorekeepers knew that he'd picked up an assist. You know, I, I got part of that ball. It's a box, so. I think he's trying to really go along with this whole narrative that he does not care about stats anymore for himself. He's all about plus minus. He's all about wins and losses. And so that's where all of this stuff is coming from. And, and you know what? I think for real, I think he's really bought in. And UD said to him the moment where he really felt like Hassan turned a corner was last Sunday when the Heat had that crazy back-to-back where they played Toronto here at 8 o'clock and then had to play the Pacers at 6 o'clock in Indiana you know, 21 hours later or whatever it was, he said that game, the fact that Hassan came out and played as hard as he did in that game, I know that he lost, but the fact that he played that hard 
showed Udonis something and really made him feel like, man, this guy really gets it now. It's not about us having to motivate him all the time or get it on him. He, he kind of has learned this is who he's got to be every night. Talking to Manny Navarro from the Miami Herald, he covers the Miami Heat. Josh Richardson, uh, looks like he's getting a little bit more comfortable. Is Do you, do you think this is about where his minutes are going to stay at this point, or do you think Spolster has a bigger role in mind for him going forward? You know, it's funny because I, I think initially, obviously, him and Justice were supposed to be the, the, the focal point of this season and, and, and having them grow into bigger roles, et cetera. But the way the team is playing right now, I don't think Spo really wants to mess with the formula. I think the only way Josh would get a bigger role is if something happens to Goron uh, or, or something happens to Tyler where they're hurt. And, and obviously that's happened in the past uh, where those guys have been dinged up at different points. But I think right now this is sort of the role for Josh, for, at least for the rest of this season, barring injury. And, you know, I talked to Josh the other night because he hit that go-ahead three-pointer that put him at 105-102, and I said, that had to have felt good considering the type of season he's had shooting from three-point range, the risk, injury, everything. And he's like, you know what? I didn't even think about it. He's like, I was just in the flow of the game. But I know it had to have felt good for him because it's been a really frustrating season for him. He's, been, he's dealt with so many different injuries. Really, for the first time in his career, he's never been hurt before. And, and uh, so it was good to see Josh come through and hit that shot. And, and hopefully that he see more of it. I mean, it, you know, you get another weapon on the perimeter – to go with Ellington and Dragic and, and everybody else who's hitting threes, man, I mean, it's, it's almost like you, everybody you turn to on that bench can hit a three-pointer. It's a pretty powerful thing. Hey, um, Manny, what are you expecting from uh, from the bench tonight going uh, – the way that they've been playing, they, they've been a, a, a huge, uh, I, I guess, energy uh, supplier of energy. What, what are you expecting from that bench tonight and, and going forward um, – does does anybody stand out, James Johnson, and and take on a, a a different role or anything like that, or or what what are you looking for there? Well, I think uh, tonight, uh, you know, James Johnson we talked about earlier about that isolation defense. Tonight's the kind of night where you could use him on Carl Anthony Towns, mm-hmm. especially when 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 you know he steps out and tries to hit three pointers uh, and, and sort of moves out of that center position, and they go with Borgie Dang in there. I think, you know, tonight's the kind of night where you, you're going to need a lift from, from J.J. defensively because that is a tough assignment for Hassan uh, as much as Kate, you know, uh, Carl Anthony Towns moves around. So, uh, you know, but look, it's the same thing every night for the Heat. They need they need scoring. They need Wayne Ellington to come off the bench and hit threes. They need Tyler Johnson to give them 10 points. They need, you know, J.J. to score as well. I think as long as everybody's contributing uh, it's sort of the secret to success with this team. It's, it's hitting three-pointers and getting offense from everywhere and not just having to rely on Goron or Deion Waiters or Hassan to have to carry the load. Um, you know, when the Heat's special, it's because everybody's involved. Talking to Manny Navarro from the Miami Herald, uh, Ellington in particular was looking through some of his numbers, and I know some of this coincides with him getting healthy and and when the streak happened, but a lot of their best lineups include him right now. He a little bit of a surprise that he's 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 played as well as he has, particularly on the defensive end. Who's that? I'm sorry, I didn't Wayne, hear the name. Wayne Ellington. Wait, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the big story with Wayne was uh, going into the season was you know getting hurt right off the bat, and 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 so you know, last preseason game he gets injured, he comes back about 19 or 20 games in, and and you know he started to play well, then he got hurt again. I'm not surprised because, you know, Wayne talked about this as much as James Johnson has, how much weight he's lost, how much better shape he is, he's in physically. 
Uh, I think he was weighing 222 pounds when the Heat when the Heat first got him. I think he's down to about 203 now. And you just see him running off of those screens. I mean, he looks like Ray Allen to me coming off those screens with how fast he comes off and catches that ball and just pulls up and shoots it. It's really amazing. And, and, and again, a credit goes to the, to the Heat's strength and conditioning coaches for taking another guy and getting him and telling him, look, we can, we can make you even better than you are. And, and Wayne Ellington, I mean, in all honesty, $6 million team option for next season, that looks like a bargain to me, Ethan. Yeah, well, that was going to ask you about that because, you know, right now they'd have – they clear the Bosch money off the books. They'll have about $39 million to spend, but that's assuming that they don't uh, pick up the option on Ellington. And I, I said the other day on the air, t- to me that's a no-brainer at this point that they do with the way that the game has evolved. To have a three-point shooter is a knockdown three-point shooter like he is. $6 million is not so much. So you, you sort of think in the same way? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Wayne has sort of earned that money now. Um, you know, I think initially when he when he signed that deal, you you thought, well, if it's the old Wayne Ellington, no, you don't you don't pick up that option. But this new Wayne Ellington that we've seen over the last twenty five to thirty games, without question, you need it. It's such a big part of of this team, and you know, there's so many points throughout the game where, uh, you know, Tyler, you know, Tyler isn't necessarily a three point shooter. He's a guy who just like Goran wants to get to the rim. And and so you know you need that option. You need that guy that can hit the, the three point shot coming off the screen, and it just gives them another added element, sort of the way Luke Babbitt does uh, in, with the starting lineups, helping to stretch the floor. Wayne does the same thing with the with the uh, backups. Hey Manny, uh, I don't know if you've looked at the schedule and tried to to break things down as far as when you expect the Heat to actually take that eighth playoff spot or the seventh playoff spot or. But but do you have anything? You have any idea when it could happen? Whether it's a week from now or or two weeks from now? Um, you know, next week, next Tuesday and Wednesday, Milwaukee, Detroit, and Chicago are all playing back to backs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that a spot where maybe the Heat, you know, takes the seventh spot? Or have you thought about that? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, first of all, I think they could have the eighth spot by the end of the night tonight. Uh, I think the Bucks are playing the Lakers and then tomorrow yeah. Milwaukee's at Golden State. They're on that six game West Coast trip. So uh, to me, the Bucks could fall out pretty quickly here. You know, I know the Lakers have sort of thrown in the towel, but Golden State's certainly a tough assignment. Um, so maybe by Sunday, you know, they could be in that seventh or eighth seed. I, I, I didn't look at the schedule today to see where Detroit's playing. Who really, I know they've lost two in a row. Is Detroit playing tonight or tomorrow? Yeah, no, Any De- no Detroit is playing tonight. Uh, I'll okay. check on who they have, but they, they are. Uh, Toronto. Tor- yeah, they're, Toronto. They're hosting Toronto, Toronto tonight. Toronto at home. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they essentially, I mean, if the Lakers show up and decide to play tonight, I mean, uh, there's a chance that Miami could be in the seventh spot by the end of the night tonight. But, you know, this to me, of, of this five-game homestand, this honestly feels like the toughest assignment of, of the five. Uh, you know, I, I, they got Portland on Sunday. Portland's been pretty much bad all season, even though I know they're still competing for that, for that spot. I just think the Heat are a, a bad matchup for them, the way they're playing. And, and, and then, you know, uh, they've already beaten Toronto. Toronto's coming back here for another game. They got Phoenix. This Minnesota team is as good as any, if not better than that, than that group right now, at least the way that they're playing. So, Tonight would be the night. I think if the Heat are going to lose one of these five at home, I think tonight's the night that it happens. But who knows? I mean, they've been playing so well. Uh, I, I, you know, they could show up again and just Goran goes off like he did the other night, scores 33, and, and the Heat win again. Yeah, Goran Dragic this year. We're talking, we're talking to Manny Navarro. 
the way that Goron's playing this year, as free as he's playing, has he just seemed happier to you than he was last season? Yeah, there's no question. I mean, I think he's he's happier in the sense that uh, the team's winning now. You know, I think in the beginning it was frustrating for him. Uh, I think he still, he sort of felt like, man, we're really not this bad. I, I talked to him when uh, he was hurt, actually, up in Boston, the game that Isaiah Thomas went off uh, for those 29 points in the fourth quarter. And, and the Heat was in that game without Goron, with basically with with Hassan injured at the end of that game. Justice was hurt in that game. It was a terrible game for injuries for the Heat. But I remember talking with, with Goron for, for about 15 minutes after that game, and he was just like, man, we're so much better than, than what we are right now, what our record says we are. And he says, I'm, I'm telling you, we're a pretty good team. And he turned out to be right. And, and you know, uh, I think he's happy because this team is having the type of success that it's having. I don't know if it's necessarily that, that because Dwayne's gone and he's got a bigger role and he's sort of the man now and people are chanting MVP for him. But I think it's just because he, he, he feels vindicated that this team is as good as it's been the last uh, 27 games. Manny, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Take care. All thanks, right. Manny. All right. We'll, uh... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.